Welcome to the Empty Spiral.net podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. My name is Matt Rycroft, and I'm joined today by my good friend... Russell Taylor. Hello, everybody. Uh, we're without Mike this uh, this week because he's in Romania at a wedding and gallivanting and no doubt getting very, very drunk. How are you anyway, Russ? Mate, I'm good. So I'm not in Romania, but um, I've mostly been uh, chilling out and reflecting upon some performances of Grass Pop this weekend. Didn't go, but I sort of caught a fair amount of the the live footage and the um, recorded stuff on YouTube. And uh, very similar to uh, download. It looked very good. So a uh, huge shout out to people. I know Gillian went and uh, it looked like she had a thoroughly awesome time. Yeah, it looks like it. Excellent. Yeah, I love Grass Pop. I've been there once. Went back in 2005, I think, so a long time ago now. I uh, saw Lacuna Core there, and Iron Maiden were there, and quite a few other bands as well, Slayer. Great memories from Grass Pop. It was really hot that year, I remember. Slinking my way into Grass Pop, because the way they ran it at the time, Grass Pop, was that you you weren't allowed to take any drinks in at all. Right. You would check your bags. But in the road leading up to the entrance to Grass Pop, everybody who had a house along that road was selling drinks out of their front gardens. <laughs> Just because it was so much cheaper than than the uh, tokens that they did in the festival, as you'd expect. And I remember at least one occasion as we we walked up towards the entrance, buying a bottle of really ice cold water and sticking it down my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> really cold. So as you can imagine, I didn't say anything because my voice would have been, probably been quite sne- uh, squeaky. And then getting getting past the entrance and having this bottle of cold water against my well, yeah. My nether region, shall we say, uh, and and I just I have so many great memories of that festival. Really, really hot that year. Lots of spraying water on the crowd because it was really that hot. Really late nights, really early mornings to get back there. Fantastic, fantastic. I'd love to go back. But my Next prob- year it is then. Yeah, I think you might have to actually. My one enduring memory of that place is that the the men's toilet was essentially a fence. Uh, pretty much like day three of download, actually. Thinking yeah, about yeah. It. Uh, but it was, yeah, fantastic. And I, I'm, it's it's great to see that Gillian and, and her friends had a great time there. Christina was was there, of course, supporting Jim, who was um, uh, Slipknot were playing and Stone Sour. So yeah, very, as you say, very much like download. Uh, as for me, what have I been doing this week? Uh, I've I've actually missed out on watching Grass Pop on YouTube. I've been told quite good things like about. Uh, Glastonbury, not really my kind of music, but I'll check those out. Mm. Download was on Sky Arts, so I might check out that at some stage. I've got that recorded. But I have to admit, what I've been doing this week is playing The Last of Us on my PS3. Which, if if you've got a PS3, what a fantastic game. Wow, that game's incredible. Graphically, I don't know how there needs to be a PS4 or an Xbox One or 180 or whatever it is <laughs> these days. Uh, because... I don't think we've got the most out of this generation of consoles, to be honest. I'm not a big games player, but um, I really, really like what they've done with that. Fantastic survival game. Check it out if you've uh, got a PS3. Definitely worth having. Uh, news this week, uh, you would have seen that Christina posted on her Facebook, and it's on the front page of Empty Spiral. Uh, Jeremy Safer, photographer, is selling limit, very, very limited numbers of uh, photos with Christina. So these are on chrome paper, and they're 8 inches by 12 inches, limited to 25 copies only. They're really lovely pictures. Do check them out while they're available, because uh, as Jeremy says, and I did email him and talk to him about this, once they are gone, they are gone. So don't miss out if you want a really nice picture to put up on your wall. 
In other news, you would have seen that uh, on the front page of ES this week, we posted our 10-year celebration. So that came in two posts. In essence, there was a blog for myself around 10 years of hosting the site. Again, I could have written three times as much as that, but I didn't want to bore people, to be honest. Uh, there's lots of things that have happened over a decade around a website. Many things I really wasn't expected, expecting, I should say, at all. Uh, really quite an experience for me as someone that 10 years ago wasn't expecting the community to grow like it has and the, the level of support I've got from people has been astronomical I, I I don't have words really to describe what it's been like being part of this family and getting the support from people and I know you guys thanked me last week for my my effort I, I'm going to turn around and say thank you to everybody that supported the site over the years it has been just a fabulous journey and I didn't thank you both of you explicitly uh, I'm going to thank you offline of, and buy you a few beers as well for your support that you guys give us it's fantastic so thank you Russ and I'll thank Mike when he rolls back into the country uh, pleasure um, Matt pleasure the response we've had to the prize draw has been great I've had so many emails so many submissions don't forget everybody that the closing date for the prize draw is this coming Tuesday you don't want to miss out there really is no catch we just want you want to see your face see your lacuna course collection know that you're out there send us a few words you go into the prize draw and you could win some fabulous prizes it really is that simple uh, it's a it's a celebration of the community and I, I really want to send some stuff out to people so don't miss out really don't because you will regret it later when you see the sort of stuff I'm sending out to people my only question is is there any cake left do you know what? I had a slice of cake when I got in the house this evening. My daughter said to me that she she reckons it's probably going to last one more day. So it's about a quarter of it left. Uh, the the metal horns are still there. <laughs> I, I was impressed. I, I know, I they, they look very cool up front, up close, I should say. Anyway, what we thought we'd do is we're, we're not interviewing anybody this week. Uh, Mike's away, so we're not going to get involved in any heavy discussions. But what I am going to post today is... An interview back from 2010 where I interviewed uh, bassist Marcos. It's quite relevant since uh, Marcos provided us with a fantastic prize for our prize draw about his favourite thing. So you would have already seen this um, similar kind of interview with Andrea. This is Marcos' take on, well, what he likes, whether it's computer games or TV programmes or films. Uh, it's, um, it's quite a fun interview and I hope you enjoy it. Testing. Testicle. Testicle. This is some quick questions, like, so, mm -hmm. just like quick fire questions? Yeah. Okay, uh, first question. Movies, as in films, mm -hmm. yeah? Guilty pleasures, so like, films that you shouldn't like, like Disney films yeah. or girly films. What, have you got any guilty pleasures, films-wise? Like kind of films that you shouldn't like, but you do like. Film I shouldn't like, but I like. Yeah, uh, like guilty pleasures, like. Um, like Shrek. Uh, oh no! In that other. Oh, Just sort of silly films that you. Like. Actually, actually, an old film I like it. I like it, and I don't give a fuck about for a girly film or not. Uh -huh. so, like for example, uh, now I don't know the name in English. Maybe you can. See. It's like. 
about Disney, for example. Mm -hmm. I really like um, like um, Arthur uh, something. I don't know. In Italian, uh, we call it La Spada nella Roccia. I don't know the name in English. It's uh, about uh, Merlin. Oh, Sword in the Stone? Yes. I love that Arthur. one. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I really love that. Okay, I'll do. And even uh, Peter Pan is cool. You know? Okay. okay. It's great. What about girly films, chick flicks? Like? Like? Uh, like um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Those kind of films, like romantic comedies that should be aimed at women. Like, oh, you mean like uh, Angover? <laughs> that's not really. <laughs> the Onion movie? That's not no. a girly movie. No, actually, I don't really like Onion. Okay, oh, 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 okay, yeah, I have one. <clears throat> I saw Sex and the City, mm -hmm. all the series, and uh, even the movie. That, actually, I like it. It's fun, okay. you know? Sex and the City is good. Yeah, okay. that's cool. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite album of the last year? The last year yeah. album. Actually, I never see the release date okay. <laughs> of the album. I don't know. Okay, what album? I was of absolutely hundred uh, percent sure about the, the album. Anyway, is the last Alice in Chains album. Okay, that's good. That's album. one forever. What's the most embarrassing film that you like? Most embarrassing film I like. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bruno <laughs> is one of the most embarrassing movie I like it. It's fucking disgusting. Do you wear your <laughs> I love that guy. Do you wear your hat and your glasses when you watch it? That is the only movie where when you look at look at how you say that. Look at Yeah. You look at you get embarrassed. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay. What's your favorite iPhone app? My favorite iPhone app, <laughs> I have to say now, I think now is Plant vs. Yes! Zombies. <laughs> yes! It's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> no, I think uh, that my the, the best one so far, I think, is uh, Shazam. It's fucking oh, great fucking app. Cool that is great app. I need. I use it a lot, mm -hmm. you know, especially when I'm listening to the radio, mm -hmm. on, when I'm uh, driving a car, no? And uh, the radio, not all the radio, they say the name of the band uh, before the song or after the song, no? So, or maybe you start to listen, but was already on, you know, so you don't know who is this band that I can use it. It's so great mm -hmm. that it's fantastic. But I think uh, if I have to talk about the last three, yeah, three, four days, uh, I'm just playing uh, with. Uh, so Plant vs. Zombie is fantastic. Man, I'm out. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's your most prized possession? So have you got anything you couldn't live without? Like an item? Item? Yeah, something like... I don't something know. that I can live without. Yeah, you're prized. You want it. You love it the most. Like it's your laptop or a toy mm. or a piece of jewellery. <laughs> that I can't live without? No, actually not. I can live without anything. I don't mind. But... Something I really need, well, oh uh, yeah, I think uh, my my Mac, my laptop when uh, when I'm on tour, <laughs> because it's the only way to don't get too bored <laughs> on tour. And actually, I really love to so make stuff with the uh, graphic stuff or mm -hmm. make music. So okay. it's part of it. I've never played game on that. You know, but about uh, working, I really like to work with programs, uh, mm -hmm. like uh, 3D programs. Uh, my games are actually the programs. Who's your favorite James Bond actor? 
Oh, for real? <laughs> I really like uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. He's okay. fantastic. My favorite, of course, uh, ever is, uh, is um, Sean Connery, yes. But uh, I think Daniel Craig, for this kind of 007 now, you know, is the best one because he's rude, he's uh, uh, tough, you know, and he's cool for uh, an action movie now. In okay. 2010. Uh, what's your favorite film of the last year? Favorite film of the last year? Up, probably. It's okay. great. Even Art Locker, I really like. What one? Or uh, I don't know which, which, which. What what was released last year about movies? Uh, 18 movie was quite good. 18. Uh, set, the 18. Oh, A-Team? Yeah, I just saw it. It's quite good. I like it. Uh, I like a lot of movies. It's not easy. It, okay. This is not an easy question to me. <laughs> I think the most... Um, the, the, the coolest uh, I saw, even because it's different, uh, that one usually I love, like Star Wars or Indiana Jones or stuff like that, uh, or just action movie, even the mercenary... Uh, no, the... Um, uh, how you call it in English? The, the one with uh, all the... All the kick-ass actor uh, <laughs> action, like expandable, a expandable, you know, that's so cheesy, but it's so cool, mm -hmm. you know. I think Art Locker is a great movie, you know. I never saw that before. Uh, I was, I, I, I saw the, um, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the Oscar, yeah. you know, and uh, he win a lot of uh, stuff, like five uh, Oscar thing. And I was thinking about this movie, so Bo, I don't really like uh, Avatar, even if it's, it's make it in a great way. It's yeah. fantastic, just like graphic. Uh, but then I saw like uh, months ago, Art Locker, I say, wow, mm. it's a great movie. Even if it's slow, it's is, uh, is, um, intense. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's so intense. tension in it. Yeah, exactly. When he's walking towards the bar, exactly. right at the beginning, where the guy. Oh you, man! You think, you think that guy's going to be like the main character all the way through because he's quite yeah. an actor, isn't he? That Australian actor. Yeah. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, and you're thinking that it's very close to the reality. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you have a favorite computer game? Favorite computer game? Or console game, or uh, Xbox game. Or... Okay. No, I don't really like Xbox. Uh, okay. I'm a PS man. Okay. So. Allora, yes, I have it, absolutely. About PC, probably Call of Duty. Okay, any particular one? I really like the third one. Yeah. And I, I love the, the last one. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or yeah. Modern Warfare? No. Oh, one. Yeah, the first one. Not the second. I don't, uh, I don't have the second one. Modern Warfare Not yet. One. Yes, I love it. The one with the nuclear bomb. Yes, excellent. Al-Assad. Oh, fantastic. Yes. About um, PlayStation, uh, my favorite game ever is Final Fantasy VII. Yes. No, it's not boring. Yeah? <laughs> it, it, come on, it's not boring. Yeah, it's come a great on, move. Random encounter, every time you like, move five feet, you get another load of monsters attack you. Exactly. Attack, item, magic, attack, item, magic. Oh. That's great, I love it. And um, Resident Evil. Okay, which one? The first one. In the house. Resident the mansion. 
yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, and then uh, Silent Hill, it was very good. Now... So you like those kind of horror survival games like that? Yeah. Alan I love it. Alan Wakes is cool, but it, there's no for PS, just for mm -hmm. Xbox. Mm -hmm. That's too bad. Yeah. I just play Heavy Rain before mm -hmm. this tour with yeah. the PS. It's fantastic. It's a got fucking... PS3, yeah? Yes. I got PS1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I've got a PS1. I've got a PS2. I haven't got a PS3. I was thinking of getting a PS3, but... It's fantastic. Uh, you can, I can do everything. Yeah. I don't need anything else, actually. You can, okay. put, you can play, you can see um, um, Blu-ray. Um, yeah, you can that's the reason do everything. You, one you connect it with the computer, you can do everything. Yeah, yeah huge hard drive inside. It's great. Uh, but I don't really mind about the graphic. The graphic is cool you know mm. to me is better than the xbox you know even because it's new mm. in the beginning when it just come out uh, it was almost the same or maybe even bad that worse than xbox uh, yeah. but because they were and you they were they wasn't they were in way yeah. use um, all the potential the ps have yeah. no and um, uh, but now talking about game again i think okay diablo is one of my favorite ever you ever for diablo 3 I'm fucking waiting for Diablo 3, man, <laughs> since year, years. And um, uh, the Formula One. Okay. As soon as I go home, I will buy that one, Formula One 2010, because mm -hmm. I really love that. And GT, Gran Turismo, is one yeah. of my favorite right. ever. Yeah, I see. I, I like anyway, I'm talking about driver car, dri uh, driving you car. Get, you, have you bought a steering wheel? No, come on. That's too much. I had it when I was using the PC in the past. I, you know, I have the, the wheel, the drive wheel. I know, man. It's fucking expensive. <laughs> it's cool, you know. You need a room just for that, you know. Yeah, that's the problem. You need a desk or something to bolt it you know. You that's can't so just sit in front of your TV. I'm you know, not exactly. so... I, addicted uh, with games you know yeah. I like them but for example I don't really like the long longer longer long games yeah, long game. you know except oh, wait, Final Fantasy stuff like that yeah. you know but with the story with a good story I mean, that doesn't matter but most of the time I play I really like stuff like arcade no they, they you wanna play you just turn on play you bored okay no more turn it off Have and you that's played it. Final Fantasy 14 no, I play just Final Fantasy, uh, the old one, the tactics, uh, one, two, whatever, yes. Uh, and then uh, seven, eight, nine, uh, half of the ten. Uh, the only two I like is the uh, seven and the nine. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't like the eight, I don't like the, uh, the ten, I don't like eleven, I don't like twelve, I don't like thirty. I I, really, so too much graphic uh, bullshit and, less ga and uh, yeah. no game, you just know? Just yeah, it's just a movie. It's like a movie. It's a great movie, you know, but it's a movie I want to play. I don't want to see a movie. Yeah, that's why no. I like. <clears throat> do you, do you like Heavy Rain, for example, yeah. is like a movie, but you're part of the movie. That game is fantastic. What about... Okay, here's one. Since you're a PS lover, Metal yes. Gear Solid. What? Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear The first one. Or two or three. The first Metal Gear Solid is... is... is, is the game. And when he just came out, it was a PS2, I think. PS1, yes. PS1, oh, oh. What about Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PS2? Uh, not no. the same, because um, uh, at the same time, it was out to Sprinter Cell. Uh, it was the papa, no, yeah. of yeah, all of that kind all of game, games. no? Yeah. But, the, but the first one, uh, when you were play, 
like a game like Resident Evil or Silent Hill, uh, then you had that kind of game, you know. Mm. No action at all. You have to be quiet. <laughs> Nobody has to see you, you know, and stuff like that. They say, wow, this is great. It's amazing, you know. And I, so can I get no, under that that's, seat? I'm in the that's the only one I played. Uh, I, I had uh, when um, the PS3, it was uh, it just when uh, the PS3 came out, uh, yeah. it was uh, with us uh, with um, uh, solid, yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, no, I bought with that because the other one was I don't remember with game, but I don't, I don't, I was, I we would need to need for speed, but I don't like need for speed, so I choose the one with the uh, Sprinters, uh, um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, I put it on, I play half an hour, I take it off, I sell it. Oh really? Yes. Okay. That's it. It's not my. It's it's the same. Uh, is uh, I don't know. It's different. Because I the played, first one. I the played Metal Gear Solid Two and I played that all the way through to here. That's where you got Snake and Raiden. Yes. Raiden, you play yeah, Raiden. Mm, no, Snake. Yeah. Uh, Raiden was the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I played that one on the oil rig. That was. Yeah. Cool. And the third one was in a jungle, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. Probably yeah, the beginning is like in the desert somewhere. Yeah. yeah so. And then the last one is on PS3 only. I know I haven't played that one. It's like the Middle yeah. East or something. Yeah. Like oh, no, yeah, Middle East, the third one. Yeah, yeah. the one with the PS3, right? Oh, I've not played in the one. desert. I like the second one. I played it all the way through to the end. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm quite impatient with games. I don't really play them. Mm. Yeah. And I like to jump in and play them. And yeah. Really what about something like Dragon Age? Have you played Dragon Age Origins? I have it now on PS3. Yeah, is it good? You love it? Yeah, I love it. I'm playing now, not now because I'm on tour, of but course. I was playing in that before. It's a good game. It's yeah, good game. I like it. Okay, let's move on. Denim or leather? What? Denim. Denim? As in denim jackets and trousers. Yes, jeans. okay. Or leather? Ah, okay. Uh, boot, boot. It's not big difference to me. Don't like uh, leather pants uh, <laughs> because they look very Gang. German 18 style. <laughs> And <laughs> and uh, but I like leather jacket, for example. But I like jeans. Okay, so you, you pants. Don't uh, I don't mind. Okay. <clears throat> um, what's your favorite alcoholic drink? My favorite alcoholic drink, <laughs> I can say beer. Probably is the my favorite one. You got a favorite beer though? Not really. I are really we, like. Are we, talking uh, beer? are we talking European like lager beer? Or are we talking proper ale like English? Beer? Allora, no, I don't like when you say proper beer because uh, beer is a ale and lager is a beer mm -hmm. for example okay about lager i like german lager okay. a lot about ale and i like english ale, of course okay. because i really love belgian beer but they are too strong so depends uh, about the mood you know when i do go out if you want to drink a lot uh, because you, you are in the right mood i can drink lager forever you yeah. know like uh, Probably my favorite one is Agostina. Okay. It's very good. And um, uh, about ale, I really like uh, Hobgoblin. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Black Sheep's good. Black Sheep, I never tried that. Right, we'll have to get you out for a Yeah. Black sheep. But you know what? Uh, the the um, uh, Hobgoblin is not strong. No. No. It's good taste. It's not too bitter. No. You know? Black Sheep's like, like Hobgoblin, but smoother. Uh -huh. Smoother. I like it. But I'll, mm -hmm. I'll okay. give you a, we'll go for a session. Yeah. And then uh, I like a lot, very, well, a, a lot, I mean a lot, grappa. Grappa. Okay. Yeah. I love grappa. I, I got drunk on grappa once. Yes. I, I love it. 
Okay, what's your favourite cuisine? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. What Come you on, you think, what see. Did you think I said? Yeah, I, I'm a cooker, but you say when you're uh, your favourite cuisine. I was talking about food, no. About uh, kind of food, yes. Uh, I love uh, Italian, of course, 100%, the first place ever. And then uh, I really love Greek food. Greek? Okay. Oh, yes. I'm crazy about Greek food. They know how to make stuff. Mm. And uh, I really, like, I really uh, like Asian food, like um, Chinese, uh, Indian, Thai, uh, Japanese, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, I like some, some, lot of stuff. Not everything, but a lot of stuff about Spain, mm -hmm. Spanish food. So I really like Mexican food. It sounds like you like most cuisines and you like you, you've prepared to try anything and yeah, try lots of different things. Yeah, okay, exactly. Is there anything you don't the, like? Then? When they have a culture about kitchen uh, cuisine, no, and uh, I mean, um, it's not so easy. I was like, okay, fried, you know, for example, you guys, you fry, no, no, it's fried chicken, fried fish, fried whatever. It's not a cuisine because no. you just have to put. Like if you put a piece of wood into the fry, in the fryer, yeah. it's fried wood. It yeah. tastes good, you know. It's like uh, Pringles, yeah. you know. Yeah. This is the skin of the potato. It tastes so good. Yeah. I like them, you know. But it's not even potato, you know. Stuff like that. So, but uh, I like, for example, yeah, that's what I like uh, okay. most. But uh, talking about England because we are in England now. For example, I really like a pie, you know, high pie. I love them a lot. So there is something English that I like. No, I don't believe you. Yeah, trust me, I like that. I love English breakfast, dude. Trust me. Okay, that's a good thing. What's your favorite Italian dish? So shut the fuck up. Come on, if you have to pick one. I don't have a one. Come on, you know me. I eat. I eat everything. I love everything. I'm a cook. What's your favorite Italian dish? Is it's not a fucking, I can't even say lamb. Okay, I can't lamb. say, I, I don't say a dish, a lamb in that's, every that's way. That's just the meat. You can't just. It's not just the meat. It's okay. Alla, uh, agnello arrosto. Okay. Agnello arrosto. Agnello It's a lamb roast uh, lamb in the roast. oven. I don't know how you call it. Roasted, uh, roasted uh, in the oven. Uh, when you put stuff in the oven, how you call that? Roasted? Yeah, roast. Yeah, roast? Right, baked. 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 Or roast? No, no, it's Is not it baked. Is it roasting fat? Yes. Baked. It's roast. Roast, okay. See. Lamb roast with potatoes and mushrooms. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Change. it's not true because it's not just that. Right? Can I say carbonara? Can I say pasta? Can I say every kind of pasta, every kind of fish, every kind of meat, every time of kind of veggie or okay, sweet shit? No, that, okay, sweet shit. Uh, I'm not really into the sweet stuff, okay. Okay, you prefer savory to sweet? Generally. Yes. But if you had, but you like, you, I, I'm, what I'm hearing yes. is you love lamb roast. Oh, I love lamb in general. But you love lots of Italian dishes. So no, I love know. all the Italian dishes. I love all, uh, not just Italian, even Greek. And one of the one I was telling you before. Yeah. I love everything. You okay. know me. Come on. But uh, if I, okay, if you say another ask uh, if you say the question, uh, the different question, like, uh, what do you miss more, most? Uh, when you are on tour, okay. and what is the first thing uh, you gotta cook when you go home? Yep. I can say pasta. Pasta. Of course, because uh, you never find uh, that out of Italy. Cook it in a proper way, you know. That, but uh, about lamb, uh, even here is very good. See, you know, even in Germany, eh? We overcook pasta. Yeah. Because it should be al dente. Uh, yeah, 
al dente. Al dente, ma it should be with salt. Eh? Uh, who's your favorite actor or actress? My favorite actor and actress. My favorite actor. Um, actor. <laughs> Too many. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> no, I love criticism movies a lot. No, actor, I don't know, I can say Apache. Sorry. Chicho is making a coffin even for me. It's making a soul one. Even for me, I say. Oh, he say yes, okay, cool. Okay. Bye, bye, no. El, um, uh, Al Pacino De Nero, probably. Okay. I really like uh, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio is mm. been is been is right. He's, he's, he's got yeah, yeah. He's got a he's, he's growing up, he's doing he's maturing. He's great doing great now. better and better. I really like him now. But uh, yeah. more of a well, uh, okay. shut the fuck up. Have you seen Inception? Have you seen Inception? Chicho likes Bambi. Okay. Inception? Is that the porn star Bambi? No 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 <laughs> the, the Walt Disney. <laughs> Not the porn star. Oh and um to do, 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 do about girls uh, i don't know i can say which is my well, i'm an unshakable one but uh, i don't know fuck there is a lot so i like uh, in the past uh, and it's still uh, i really like uh, um, I don't even remember the name now. Come on, actor and actress. Don't worry, that's fine. If you got, give me one. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's the, 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 we've already said about Disney film, and you've already said that. Uh, I like old. Old Disney. Old Disney. Okay. Favorite? Oh, sure. The place you most want to visit. I don't know. Probably. India and Thailand, Okay. I never been there. Okay, we go to India, play now. Yeah, but that's in not a, yeah, but yeah, it's not probably in Thailand. Yeah. Okay. Thailand. Yeah. yeah. I never been there before. That's the So my girlfriend being there and she said it's beautiful. Yeah. I never been there and I would love and I love Thai food, uh, why not? Okay. <laughs> you know? So that's it. That's all my questions done. Thanks, mate. You're welcome, mate. Hope you like that. Uh, it's really always a lot of fun, as well as there's kind of a little bit of an element of anarchy involved, I think, in interviewing Marco. You just don't know what he's going <laughs> to say. It's, it's always fantastic to speak to the guy. He's such a great guy. So that brings us on to our review of Half-Life, the EP. So what we've done over the last few weeks now is review the individual songs on the EP. And what we're going to do over the course of this quick review is really summarise our thoughts on it. Uh, both the artwork and the songs on it and give it an overall score and just sort of reflect back on the EP itself. It's worth remembering, and I am conscious that not everybody is familiar with uh, the original format of Half-Life. It came out in its own EP. Uh, there was a digipack, quite difficult to get hold of then, really, relatively limited release from Century Media, but it was subsequently re-released in 2006, am I right? Is it 2006? I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, when they re-released Unleashed Memories and 
in a reverie and both the Lacuna Coil EP and Half-Life EP in one single set. It doesn't really matter how you get hold of them, but I would highly recommend you get hold of the both the EPs. As I say, I've got them in the original format. I've also got them in the 2006 version. What about you, Russ? What have you got them in? Uh, I'm the same. Uh, sounding like a, a complete lacunical geek. I have both versions. I think, so. I think we're allowed to sound like lacunical geeks, really. I think that's kind of expected of us, to be uh, honest. And I think, <laughs> in, in Mike's absence, I think he also has the third version, um, correct me if I'm wrong, which was, I think it came out in America or Japan. There's a version of Unleashed Memories that also has Half-Life tagged on the end of it. There is indeed, yes, you're absolutely so. right. Yes, I think Mike does have that. I think he's tracked that down over the years. So... There are quite a few ways of getting hold of Half-Life. I think, I suspect what we'll do at some point in the future is we'll look at the versions of Half-Life and the EPs and look specifically at the 2006 re-release. But today, let's focus on the original, which is which came out all those years ago, year 2000, of course, which we've already discussed. Now, it's got quite an interesting cover, isn't it? Very, very different from what we saw both before and after Lacuna Coal release-wise, I think. And the cover itself was designed by Marco, uh, the one and only time, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, members of the band have been actively involved in the development of the artwork on the covers of EPs or albums. Very, very different. Um, what do you think of it? Um, I still find this confusing, which is, is a good thing because it you know it opens up your imagination and you, you look at it and obviously I'm referring to the original cover which is sort of white with a sort of textured background and I've always viewed it as sort of two opposing faces and it looks like it's if you can imagine a, a face that's sort of cast into a cliff a mountain or a rock and I've always kind of viewed it similar to that and it sort of bears sort of a slight resemblance to Pink Floyd's The Division Bell if anyone's ever seen the front cover of that. <laughs> I'm probably going to piss right. Marco and everyone right off by sort of comparing Lacuna Coil to 1970s prog. But uh, <laughs> I'm only referring to the artwork, of course, and not the music. So uh, that's that's my initial take on the cover. Do you know what, mate? I have looked at the front cover of Half-Life for many years now, and I've never made that, made that no? um, connection. Looking at it now, I can see exactly what we're saying. I think the imagery that we see, as you say, is white. There is a face there. Whereas you saw it as two faces looking at each other in profile, mm. I looked at it as a single face mm. with two eyes and a kind of a silhouette of a nose and a mouth. So, yeah, I think that's kind of said something about the, about the way that we look at um, look at things, really. But I can see what you say about the comparison to um, Pink Floyd's album Division Bell. I, I kind of see it, you know, the Turing Shroud yeah, yeah. I see it a bit like that. You know, there's like an imprint of a face coming through. Uh, it also looks a bit um, a sort of Jackson Pollock in places, the way that he would develop his art. There's that sense there as well. It's not particularly symmetrical, though, is it? You've got on the right-hand side, you've got kind of a... Uh, it looks like crenellation or a, a bit of a wall or something. It's, yeah, I was just going to say... Strange. The interesting thing is the longer you look at it, and I'll be honest, I'll probably similar to you, I've never sat there and sort of physically stared at it for a profound length of time. But looking at it now, I see so many different things in it. As you mentioned, you've got the, it looks like brickwork on the right-hand side, which then carries across to perhaps the rest of it is a wall. And then you've got that sort of central, um, 
trying to think of the way to describe it with the lighting. It's almost like there's a cross in the middle of that sort of the face or the adjoining faces. And then you can also take a view back and say, right, it looks like a skeleton. You've got the two eye sockets, you've got the nose, you've got the mouth. You know, if you want to get a bit trippy, you could say it looks like an alien from Area 51. Yeah, I was... coincide with Half-Life the game. <laughs> so yeah, perhaps, you know, Marco and artwork, it's, it's an inside joke. It's an alien from Half-Life. So, yeah. So, so many different things happening. There is indeed. And you've got the vertical text as well. Yeah. And, and on one of them, it actually looks like alien writing rather than text. So it's it's interesting. And it does seem like it's been layered. There is a kind of a crenellation or a stonework effect. You know, one day we really ought to sit down and ask him about what inspired him to make this, uh, this cover like it was. It's quite interesting. Very interesting, in fact. Um, I don't have right now to hand the, the inside of the uh, the EP or the back of it, but it, suffice to say it's very similar to that, but very, very different. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but if I was to see that in a store, I wouldn't immediately think that's Lacuna Coil. No, no, it's certainly different to the, the rest of the albums, and I think we touched on this at Download, actually, when we were talking about sort of consistency and general themes and context of album covers, and you've got the sort of the continuity of the re-released EPs, You've got Unleashed Memories and Coma Lies all kind of tying into the, the flower and the eye effect, whereas Half-Life is very much a curveball and something that's very, very different and, as you said, stands out. Mm, I think one day we need to return to that subject about consistency of graphical style because I think that's something that uh, is a strength if you can get it right, um, but it's not conversation for today. It's interesting that the, the Lacuna Coil font i guess the words across it is lots of them all mixing together and it's it's very much the the same kind of style that we subsequently see on unleashed memories so it's an interesting cover it does stand out i think because it's relatively difficult to find now i suspect a lot of not of lot not a lot of new fans actually are familiar with the half-life cover and i do remember way back in 2003 2004 getting hold of the Half-Life EP was a bit of a challenge for people. It was like gold dust. You know, there were people posting on the Empty Spiral forum saying, how do I get hold of this? It became a real quest for people to find this this thing. Mm. I mean, I remember even back in the old days, I mean, I had to get this. This is going back at the time. I had to actually write off, it was like the old card job, and I actually had to get it from Germany from sort of, I don't know if it was an independent label or Century Media itself, but I certainly had to get it imported, you know, even around when it came out. So it's always been a hard one to get hold of. Yeah, it's worth having, though, I feel. And oh, I, definitely, I, definitely. I guess, I guess that brings us on to the songs themselves. So we spend the last four or five weeks reviewing the songs on, on Half-Life, which is a reminder for those people that have not been paying attention. Firstly, tut-tut, do your homework, pay attention to us. Uh, but So it's made up of five songs that we've really reviewed as four. The first is Half-Life, the song itself. Then there's Trance Awake, which is, in our view, at least an introduction to the Sensafino. Then you have Hyperfast and then you have the cover stars. So we've reviewed them as four songs over the last four weeks, but on the EP they are shown as five separate songs. It's fair to say that when you look at those songs in isolation that they we rate them very highly, don't we? We do indeed. And just we've we're going back over our numbers here and again this is to, to give you a view of where where we, what we've reviewed them. The Half Life itself we gave it two 9.5s and a 9, so that's about a 9 on average. And then Trance, Awake and Cisafine was a uh, one of 
Mike's solid sevens. Solid seven. A solid seven. Hit, hit you like a freight train. Yeah, which is a 7.8 in, in <laughs> if you're from Manchester. That's a solid solid seven. Uh, and a couple of eights. So we I, I, I put that down as an eight without getting going too far into the, uh, the decimal points. And then we got Hyperfast, which we highly rated again, much like high. Like much like half love, I should say, which was a nine, a nine point five, and a nine, and then really I say letting the side down, but there's reasons for that. It is a cover from a different, very different kind of song. We have stars, which is six, six, and five, so the average is well seven point very high or basic <laughs> solid seven, <laughs> but solid it's seven. essentially eight out of ten for an EP that's got four or five songs on it, depending on your point of view. That's really strong, isn't it? Yeah. For this early in the band's career, I wish you and I were discussing. If you just focused on, you know, original Lacuna Coil material, if you drop stars from the equation, you're looking at closer to a nine. You're looking at an eight point eight, a solid eight. So, yeah, definitely yeah. quality. And I'll be honest, it might be the same for you. I mean, even to this day, I still play Half Life at least once a week. It goes on very regularly, and it's partly due to the to the length because it's short. But it's consistent, it's concise, the songwriting's great, the performances are great, the vocals are great. And, you know, just those four songs in isolation, um, specifically Half-Life and Hyperfast, they're, they're amongst the band's best, even to this day. I completely agree with you. What's your favourite then? Numbers aside, looking back on it now. What's your- Me, um, straight to it, Hyperfast. I probably play that song more than any other, to be honest. Yeah, I- I'm, I'm almost with you there. I think it's a very close, close run thing between uh, high fl- Half Life, I should say, yeah. and Hyperfast. Very good songs, solid songs. Wish we heard them more. Um, as I said when we reviewed Hyperfast, really don't hear that enough. And I absolutely adore listening to Half Life live. It's a highlight for any Lacuna Core show I go to when they play that. Fantastic. And if you've not heard Half Life live, you, you, you've really not lived. You, you need to. You're missing out. You're missing out big time. Oh, what a, it's great. I love that break. I love that extended pause. I love that sense of is it finished and then that repri- reprise, I should say. Oh, brilliant. Love that song. Um, so it's, it's a real gem, isn't it? Half Life really, the EP. It First really, introduction really to Mouse as well that we that we mentioned. Yes, of course. Yes, you said it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I I said at the beginning of this, if you don't have the half of EP, do go out and get it because it really is worth it, even though it's only short. And I looked on eBay today, and it's actually you can still get the original uh, digipack, the sleeves, the ones that are probably easier to find now than they were in two thousand and four, two thousand and five. You can get them now for a very reasonable price on eBay. Uh, you owe it to yourself really to get the Half-Life EP of course if you can't get the original do pick up the um, the re-release because you know the music's still good it's still on there and of course you also get the Lacuna Coil EP at the same time so that's a really good package as well you even get some wallpapers as well for your desktop background you do indeed yes and yeah absolutely I've forgotten about that as well gosh they really threw it at us when they released it they did they did <laughs> it's like a Christmas all over again just before we close on Half-Life then is there a central theme? I mean, we talked about Inner Reverie and we, we identified a theme within that album. Does Half-Life have a theme, do you think, Russ? 
I think we sort of touched upon it in the reviews, which is, you know, it came out in 2000, it was the turn of the century, and it's got that millennium transitional feel about it, and there's certain suggestions and there's certain lines in the lyrics that certainly point around that. Obviously, forget Stars, because it's a cover song, it's it's separate, and it's almost like Mike said with Falling Again on In A Reverie, it's almost like a bonus track that's sort of bolted on the end. If you were to take those four songs in, in isolation... Trance Awake, Sends a Fiend, okay, being condensed into one song. It all sort of centres around that central theme. Sends a Fiend obviously is, is slightly different, but musically it still fits with Half-Life and Hyperfast. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think that the theme is strong. Probably, actually. I mean, maybe it's, its advantage is that it is so short, so it's, mm. it's easier to maintain a consistent theme. With the possible exception of shallow life which has a very strong theme running through the album i do get a sense that the half-life ep has probably got the, the strongest theme running through it there really is that sense of consistency throughout the throughout the songs but i suppose when you've only got a few to deliver on one album or ep in this case it's actually easier to maintain that thing I, we love it clearly um with, with an average of eight and that is taking into account the fact that stars is getting a six or five and a six uh it remains a really strong contender you know what this means, though, of course, mate. We are at the end of Half-Life, which means that we now need to... Oh, yeah, we're on to Comalize next. Easy. Wait, now, wait a minute. Now, now I might not be an expert, but I'm pretty convinced there's something between Is there? Is there? I, I think there might be. I think it's a bell. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, 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 between you and me, don't tell anybody, but I'm, I'm really not looking forward to reviewing um, Unleashed Memories. If anyone's uh, prepared, they might need to sort of, you know, take a long bus or a train ride if they're listening to this podcast. Cause it's probably going to triple or quadruple in length when I we think, come across yeah, this particular album. I think you're right, actually. Um, it's fair to say it will be no surprise to many people that it's at least a few of our favourites, uh, favourite album, and uh, certainly some favourite songs on there. It is a bit of a heavyweight, isn't it? For many people, Unleashed Memories is, sits on a very high pillar <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how we tear that one apart and uh, review it mm, I'm not sure I'm looking forward to that but at the same time I'm sure it's going to be a fun journey where's VH1 classic albums behind the music unleashed memories send them to Milan to do that album that's that's my demand right there I think we should I think we should we'll, we'll see if we can pull some strings I don't hold <laughs> much chance that we'll do it but never mind Okay, well, I think before we ramble on for the rest of the evening, that brings us to a close for, t- for this week. If you want to speak to us at the podcast, then you can certainly do so. Send us an email at podcast.emptyspiral.net or you can contact us through the podcast page, which is at www.emptyspiral.net and just uh, check out the uh, the links on the front page. I'll take you to the podcast page. You can also connect with us via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net or tweet us at Empty Spiral Net. We really want to hear from you. If you're listening to the podcast via iTunes, then do please stick us a review in. We've not got many. Uh, I'd really like to see some more. We want to know what you think of it. If you hate it, say so. If you love it, say so. Please do. Take 30 seconds out of your day and let us know what you think about the podcast if you're a listener. Uh, and it's the same with Stitcher Radio Network as well. Um, just tell us. Or if you can not be bothered to do anything yet, like that, then just check us out on our forum and um, just you know, let us know what you think. Uh, as a quick reminder before we end today, if you've not submitted 
your entry to the Empty Spiral 10-year birthday celebration free prize draw. God, it's got to be a quicker way of saying that. Uh, please do so because we want to chuck this stuff at you guys and girls. Um, really want to know how big the community is. Just don't miss out on the chance to win some really cool stuff. I've got a few Inner Reverie posters, which I know are hot property uh, pretty much all over, and that's just the start of it, really. So that brings us to a close for the end of this week. Uh, is, is Mr. Dyer back next week, right? I think he is. It's um, it's a brief respite, I think, with the, the volume of drinking and the... Uh, the competitive rates of um, you know Romanian beer, I'm sure uh, he'll probably be back just after the weekend. Cool. Oh, well, we look forward to seeing Mike back in the country and back on the podcast, and I'm sure you all do too. Cool. Anyway, that brings us to a close for this week. Um, I'm off to play a bit more Last of Us on my PS3, actually. How about you, mate? Smooth. I think I'm off to... Um, well, I think I might spin some more Half-Life, to be honest. I think i might need to do the same to be honest i'll, I'll take it back i want to play half-life again because it's, it's such it's a great ep you know, 20 25 minutes you know job done and, absolutely uh, you certainly get your money's worth you certainly do all right everybody thank you very much for listening this week and we'll speak to you again soon thanks a lot. cheers